When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. Still trying to... Listening to that open right there about getting food delivered twice in the same day of the same guy, I'm still trying to dig out from my Saturday night bender. I had a nice light salad for dinner last night. I'm still trying to recover. <laughs> we had that, and then yeah. on, on Tuesday, you couldn't eat at Dodger Stadium. No, I, I had a pastrami okay. brisket sandwich oh, and a giant chicken taco. I'm not a salad guy. I can't. Oh, it's good. Oh. Sometimes salads can be really good. Uh, good. It, just, it did have bacon on it. There's commercials <laughs> running where there's strawberries on a salad. Why? Come on. It's not bad. A little bit. No, it's not bad. No way. It, Strawberries and walnuts actually go walnuts, pretty good walnuts, with no. yes. a little bit of cheese on there as well, certain kinds of cheese. I don't hate it, but I wouldn't order it. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, if you gave it to me, I'll give it a shot. If I'm going to get a fruit thing, I'll stop by the guy with the rainbow umbrella on the side of the street for okay. 10 bucks. Yeah. You get a whole bowl. Man. Why, why the rainbow umbrella? Because they all have it. Is that just so you know what it is? I know what it is. Yeah. Those you know, guys tahini, are money. lime, dude. Little coconut good. shavings oh, on there yeah, too, right? 10 bucks? Is it, yeah. dude. Is it similar to what, like, the... um. The the bacon wrap hot dogs where it's like you go and you buy the cart from a big company and then you you rent it out is that kind of how it goes? Yeah, I mean anything those guys. I mean I've, you see them on the freeway sometimes. They just park places and they leave them. Yeah, and then it's you, you know what you get when you go to those places. You're not gonna get a. My favorite is when dog. they're cutting it for you. Oh, it's oh, the fruit. Put it in a little plastic container and, and sprinkle the tahini on there. Uh, the guys oh, sometimes yeah. half the time the guy's not even looking. He's just like this. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, your finger, man. <laughs> You might get a little finger with your watermelon and mango. Okay, you're not going to like it. No, chamoy. You're not going to like this story. Okay. I probably shouldn't share the story with you. But we're close enough. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm nervous. All right, just listen. Okay. So remember I, yesterday I told you that Michelle was listening mm-hmm. when we're telling the pretzel story. So I'm setting up of why we got to this. I'm like, well, I think it's because Trav was at the Dodger game and- and for some weird, whatever the setup was, I said, because he didn't eat at the Dodger game, and she just stopped me. She's like, come on, you didn't believe <laughs> How dare you, Michelle? She, she stopped me. How she's dare like, you? She's like, come on, you didn't really believe like he did. I'm like, no, because he ate before. I had to like, I had to stop and like go out of my way to explain. Now I'm getting into stuff that had nothing to do with the pretzel. Perfect. Look. <laughs> Michelle, listen up. <laughs> let me let me tell you something. I have a witness, Ron Mitchell, who sat right next to me for the entire game and can testify to the fact that I did not uh, make it at the Dodger game. She kind of took a uh, come on. I mean, really? I told Susan last night. I, I won't get it. She and I hadn't seen each other for a few days. Our schedules were just totally opposite. She was in bed. We just hadn't really caught up. So we went out to dinner last night. And I told her. I said, "You know what I did when I went to that game the other night? First time I've ever gone to a Dodger game in my life, and literally, I didn't have a." Not a Coke, not a beer, not a water, nothing, and not a bite to eat. She goes, that's not true. 
<laughs> I'm like, it is. I truly did not. You're the boy who cried wolf. You're asking everybody, what? please okay. believe what? me. What is in it for me to lie about that? I love talking about the things that I eat. I love it. It's my favorite thing. Well, if you didn't give the once you started telling Susan what happened before, then it all started making sense. If you're leading with, I went to a Dodger game, I had nothing. <laughs> Why Fair are they going to believe you? Well, that you're right about that. You're right about that. I've been married 26 years. She's like, that's not true. Why would I lie? I still, still love the dishwasher from yesterday. Still bothers still me. Still love it. Still love. Still the bothers dishwasher. me. So what's going on with winning time? Man? All right. So this is from Jeff Perlman. I was seeing it actually yesterday when I was like about to go into my movie theater, um, and he tweeted this out yesterday. He says, "I'm telling you, the future of winning time hangs in the balance. We need viewers. The strikes are crippling. Please help spread the word. Season two is amazing, but HBO is big on numbers. So I think the issue is, is that if you are interested at all in the winning time, if you want more than just season two, because season three has not been renewed yet, you might want to tell people yourself. You might want to go watch as much as you can, because right now with the strike and everything, there's not as much PR to be able to have because the student, the uh, actors and the directors and the writers mm. cannot speak for the show. So there's not as many commercials. There's not as many of these things that they can go and do these press. They're not junkets. showing up on podcasts and things exactly. like that. Exactly. So it's a lot of word of mouth. It's a lot of you going and watching the show and telling people about it. If you choose to want to have this show continue on, and so that kind of worries me. You know, I, I want to see the show do do more because I'm excited to see where it goes long term. I'm a fan. I, I I like the show. I did not like the opening episode of season number two as much as I've liked the series generally speaking, but. Episode two pulled me right back in. I thought episode two was terrific. I would hate to see it go away. I may, a, a, I like Jeff Perlman. I think Jeff Perlman's an interesting guy. I think his books are terrific, um, and I'd like to see him continue to get to the opportunity for there. But it's just a good show. I just like it. So the tweet I saw yesterday too, kind of a plea. You know, how often do you see somebody type something like that? Like, please. I mean, it's it's what the state of this the industry is right now. Yep. Uh, I so yesterday I got caught up. When I was gone, I told you I wasn't really watching much. I watched the rest of episode one. I had like 15 minutes left. And then I think it was only 45 minutes a second episode, something like that. So I watched the second episode as well. I actually fall almost identical to what you said. Watching the first episode, it did not really pull me in. It was kind of, all right, but what's going to be different? You know, I, I don't know what I was waiting for. I don't know what I was expecting, but it took me a second. Episode two... And I know it's kind of a small thing, but just from a storyline perspective, love the Pat Riley, Paul Westhead. You're watching. Oh, it's terrific. You're watching these two. One is kind of starting to fall off the hinges right. because he doesn't feel like he has full control. Pat Riley, smooth as hell. Like, this is an ego thing. This has nothing to do with what's happening on the floor. It's more about you, the Norm Nixon part of it. I, I'm. I'm back in, and I thought the storyline was good. Adrian Brody as Pat Riley is awesome. <laughs> he's terrific. And he's got that he, – he's playing that I can see this thing before you can, yep. right? That I know that this is going to go as that guy, Magic. He's he's the secret sauce to this. Yes, Kareem is Kareem, and we got to make sure – that, but this guy over here, he's different than everybody else. we got to make sure that he gets what he needs – that he identified it, it, it's and great even if you don't like the personality of the person you know that this this team's success is tied to this person of too. course so like again if that um i'm sorry westhead yes that's his name yeah yeah if Westhead doesn't like the the personality of magic it doesn't really matter if that gets i you can't let him run this team it's yeah. got you know it's yeah. all that and jerry west how good was jerry west 
<laughs> well, so they've gone back to what they had to do with Jerry at the beginning of season one, where Jerry's out of his mind. Comes in smiling by the time he leaves. You mother. <laughs> he's. I mean, he went to the Supreme Court. <laughs> he's unhinged again in early part of season two, which is yeah. good TV. The part I knew this, I'd forgotten about it. It was it was interesting to be reminded of again. You forget there was a time that magic wasn't magic. That before he had all the juice before he was the guy that you knew was calling every shot and that, when injuries could ruin your entire career absolutely and he just started except absolutely. with him and uh and dr bus yeah that relationship right? that dr bus realized it and obviously pat Re- riley realizes it but there was magic's teammates were like norman they didn't get along there were guys that like dude you need to be a part of this they, yeah him and kareem button heads early in this thing it's it's, it's good tr- because you when you think of Magic Johnson, you think of the totality of the guy, the guy that has been so successful in virtually everything he's ever touched that you forget there are times where he struggled. I know I, I gave you the book, M, the yeah. Showtime book that she's starting to read. I'm not, this is 40 years ago, so this isn't a spoiler. Magic asked to be traded at one point. What? Spoiler. Yeah, that he asked to be traded. At, well, you, you forget about all sure. these little things sure. along the way. And Jerry West said, or Jerry Buzz said, wait, what, what, hold on. No, what's the problem? Well, that's the problem. We'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just frankly, like, ooh, okay. It also shows that almost juice. every athlete has asked to be traded at some point in time. Sure. Any, any athlete you think are like, oh, that's, the, you know, that person's connected to this team. I'm sure like Ben Roethlisberger's probably asked out at the Steelers at some point in time, but just it, teams handle it in different ways if you watched season one because season two is not getting as much pub uh trust me go go start watching season two they're two episodes in i think what perlman put out there the kind of the desperation to make sure this thing keeps going i hope it keeps going i really really do um but i'm all in now have you read the book I've not read the you, book. You no. should read it. I think you would love it. It's read his Kobe and Shaq, um, that era you, book. When she, when Em's done with it, you should read it. I think you would absolutely. It, it's all the things that you like. It's all the I'll things that you like. I'll write little notes like. in the margin. It'll be, it'll be <laughs> sure. so cute. Highlight the important passages. Hey, I'm all right with that. I'm right. all right with that. that. It's Spark notes, exactly. <laughs> I bought, your, I've bought used books in my life. Take those all day. What's, the, what's that scene in, uh, not old school, what's the one with Rodney Dangerfield where he goes back to go back to school? Mm. And, and he's... His kids want to buy used books because they're already. He goes, well, what if the other person was a maniac? <laughs> it always reminds me of that. Like he says something other than maniac, which reading a random book, does. somebody highlights it. It's I'm great. like, well, they must have saw something important here. <laughs> yeah. Or they were a maniac. <laughs> you don't know. That's why you got to buy a new book and read it for yourself. Be sure to join Seven Ted for our summer tradition at Hollywood Park Casino, the ultimate fantasy football draft party. That's tomorrow, starting at four o'clock at HPC. Beto Duran, Kirk Morrison, DeMarco Farr, Marcus Grant, producer Lindsey Baseball, Corporate Greg, and Morales live for a party party oh party tomorrow, 4 o'clock at Hollywood Park Casino, Hollywood Park Eat, Drink, Draft. All right, so here's some like not-so-great news out of uh, Rams practice with the Raiders. Uh-oh. All right, so this is from Jordan Rodriguez, who covers the Rams for the Athletics. She says, 11-on-11s get going. Rob Havenstein went down for a minute and is now walking Ooh. off the field under his own power with medical and athletic training staff. And then she follows this up saying, Havenstein is out on the sidelines, still in uniform, and still has a helmet on. So okay. it doesn't seem super serious, but it is something to keep an eye on because this that line needs to be solid. So... 
Rob Havenstein, I think, is the one guy on that offensive line that you feel pretty good about going into the season, right? That, that Havenstein's been around. I think Havenstein and Aaron Donald are the only two St. Louis yes. Rams that are Remaining still on Saint this Louis team. Rams, yeah. um, he's been around a long time. He's a longtime NFL player and a good one. If he's down Jesus. now, the, the, the position even starts. Come on. Well, this is the position that coming into the season is the most important part. Their first pick in the draft, their second round in the last two years, have both been offensive linemen. You had yeah. Logan Bruss a year ago. You had Steve uh, Avila this year. So the, the Rams obviously know that this is the part that needs to be. A, Joe Nopum is nowhere. You've got these other guys, whether it's uh, A.J. Jackson or Logan Tremaine Ancrum, Logan Bruss, that you're trying to – Coleman Shelton, Brian Allen. They're all okay, but you're trying to figure out who goes they're where. They're all unproven. Apparently, at the joint practice yesterday, the Raiders just kicked their butts up front. The, if that off, I don't care how good Matthew Stafford I was just Cooper say, Cup is. If that you're not a work, quarterback without a line. You don't have a quarterback without a Or a running a back or yeah. a wide yeah. receiver That's or right. a tight end or anything. If those five guys can at least be league average – that 5-12 and 12 record last year, you may be seeing something similar to that. That has to be their only chance to win games is to score a lot of points. And the only way you're going to score a lot of points is if Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup go off. And that, that can't happen if your line's The way bad. you just set up that strategy, nothing, nothing makes you feel confident about that predicament or situation. It really doesn't. Like Nothing does. I mean, there, think of every team in the NFL that's having any type of success – I know styles are different. Maybe it's your defense that kind of leads the way. But ultimately, at the end of the day, does your line up front, can it just at least give your quarterback a second to breathe? Can it give? Can it open up any holes for your backs? It, anything. And All if the Rams are already going to have issues there, that's, that's as bad well, as it gets. We saw Matthew Stafford last year behind that line, and Matthew Stafford looked like he was washed. He just he had a terrible – now he's hurt, and the line was bad, and he didn't play well. It's kind of a perfect storm of events. But this is a guy that missed about half the season last year because he had a spinal contusion because he was getting just bombarded with by defensive linemen. He's getting sacked left and right, and that has to be better. Yeah. I don't, even if you hit on some of the draft picks in the secondary, even if Bobby Wagner and Jalen Ramsey leaving and, and Leonard Floyd leaving and all of these, Allen Robinson leaving, all of those things don't have as great of an impact as maybe we think they might. If the O-line is as porous as it looks like it could be, get, it doesn't matter. Start mailing it in. It, go get that draft yeah, pick. Caleb Williams, so yeah, you, go, you, go get you like L.A.? Pick. You're in a totally different spot. Good. The fact that he has his helmet on and hasn't left the field is good yes. news. Good news, but Havison is older, and you know we just want him to be healthy, and he needs to be there for this team. All right, speaking of the fight that Cam Akers had yesterday, Deion Sanders wants his guys to uh, trade as well, sort of, I think. Can't tell. We'll do it next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. I'm very excited. I just got a text from my pal Kevin Kiyomura, who I have not talked to in a very years, really. Right. I'm going to read it verbatim. What's up, Kev? Thanks for reaching out. What's up, Trav? I'll never forget that game either. I tell that story a lot. Thanks for the shout out. Yeah, well, he had to go in and pitch too, and he got his ass kicked. I wasn't the only one. You took some too, Kevin. Never forget. <laughs> Blame it, it all on him. What's his ERA after that game? <laughs> Kevin was more of a basketball guy. He was a good baseball player too, but he was a, a basketball player. I think he's a basketball coach right now. Um, we got demolished. Is that, sleep. by the way, how about, and there's a lot of athletes like this in high school where they would just dominate in basketball, but they're like, yeah, but my sport is baseball. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, but I also play football. I mean, what the, they're uh, called athletes. <laughs> they're good at everything. They're one of the best that jump on yeah. the basketball floor. But yeah, but that's not my main sport. I play baseball. Yeah. It's like, all right. I can do everything. Sounds good. Kevin it's like uh, Kylo Murray or yes. like Caleb Williams. Like those guys that could have played level. baseball. Yeah. <laughs> By you, know, the way, you know, Tom Brady got drafted. I know. And, By yeah. the by the Expos. Yes. That's how old Tom Brady is, is that he got drafted by the Expos. Kyler Murray, I'm not even being flip here. Yeah. You think that there's ever a moment where he's like, you know what? I'm going to go play baseball. He because could. He, he was the fifth pick overall in the baseball draft. He was the number one pick in the football wow. draft. He was the fifth pick in the baseball. He is a great baseball player. Football is, he's gotten, made himself a lot of money playing sure, football, sure. but hasn't gone great. I know. And his, you know, you always kind of look at him, it's like, all right, take what he was able to do in college and apply it to the NFL. That ain't easy. His size, everything else. At, no. In baseball, he's, okay, it doesn't matter. We saw Stetson Bennett in, in preseason. Yeah, he struggled a little bit yesterday, too. Uh, but in the game on Saturday against the Chargers, there were a couple of moments. And generally speaking, Bennett looked really good. Mm -hmm. But there were a couple of moments like, yeah, he's little, man. He's When he's running away from those sure. big guys, like, you better hurry. <laughs> Don't don't let him get you. Don't let him get your hands on you because that's going to end badly for you. Uh, so I don't know if you guys saw this, but this is something that happened with um, the Broncos. So uh, Sean Payton had some very specific things that he did not want from uh, his players in their first preseason game, which was, I believe, last Friday. So here's his list of things that once you're pulled, once you're not playing the game, that none of these are acceptable things. Okay. So uh, your uniform off if after you're not playing so you have to keep your uniform on all right so no sunglasses no he calls them gilligan hats yeah, bucket, bucket hats. hats yeah no bucket <laughs> hats and no interviews during the game I'm gonna okay start calling them gilligan hats too <laughs> so i think what do you guys think of that is, is it too much is it appropriate like what do you guys think al um i don't know sounds a little extreme i mean is it how necessary what's going to change you know by by putting those types of rules in, I don't really pay too much attention to that. I was listening, this was on, on one of these podcasts, I forget who it was, I'm trying to think who it is, Charles Oakley was a coach for a brief time, Okay, I, maybe high school level, something like that, and he was talking about what frustrated him as a coach was, everyone was so lax at day school, practice starts at 10, some guys are showing up at 10, 15. It's things like that, they're the only things I think really truly matter, are you 
paying attention where you tend to that kind of stuff. I don't know. Is that is that that necessary? I I, I tend to agree with you, but I do think that there's some value in it. That if, if there are there's some things about really stupid rules that sometimes speak to something larger than the rule itself. Which is if I tell you, hey, listen, I don't want you wearing Gilligan hats. Is that stupid? Yes, but, but it's, it's not a, about the Gilligan hat. It's not about the Gilligan hat. It's are you buying into what we're doing here? If mm-hmm. I tell you, leave your helmet on on the sidelines, it's not because I want you to wear your helmet. It's are you buying into the culture that I'm trying to create? If I say are we all wear our socks the same way, we wear them high and you wear them low, are you about the team or are you about yourself? It's, are the rules individually stupid? Of course they are. But I'm trying to identify the people that are buying into what I'm doing. I'm trying to buy into the individuals that understand what it, being on a team are as opposed to, look, if Aaron Donald wants to wear a Gilligan hat, I'm pretty sure Sean Payton wouldn't care. But when you got a bad team and you're trying to restructure it and you're trying to develop culture, you need to see who's on board and who's not. And a good way to do it is to try and decide with stupid rules to see who will follow them and who I'm pushes a, I'm back. Give you, I'm going to give you one example. It also depends who the messenger is. Because if Staley is saying that to the Chargers, I'm, I'm being <laughs> you're, you're, honest. Yeah, I, I think there's there's certain – Sean Payton can at least walk in and say, I was brought here and I was paid a lot of money for a reason. It's to clean up this stuff. This mess. If I'm Brandon Staley and I'm trying to do the same thing, some of those players are going to say, I think we're in the mess because of you. Okay, but what if it was Sean McVay in his first year? We don't know anything about him. He's brand new. He's 30 years old. He comes in. You have a culture Might of, take a second. of losing. You mm-hmm. have a culture of underachieving. You don't have an identity to speak of. But he comes in and he starts saying the standard is the standard and be at your best when your best is required. And all these little phrases, it would have been really easy to roll your eyes at this kid I agree. who's never been around. I agree with that. And, and if he would have said, oh, by the way, no bucket hats and no sunglasses, would have been, oh, my gosh, what is this? Pretty good coach. And and you you damn right you're I am. Trying, you're, thank you, Sean. I'm glad you agree. <laughs> you're trying to build culture. You're trying to build identity. And sometimes you can weed out some bad seeds with stupid rules. But don't I have you no idea what that means? Don't, don't you agree? <laughs> still regret that. Don't you agree that McVeigh doing that in his first season? There, you said guys are going to roll their eyes. Yeah. Okay, but how about the second season where you got? Hey, I got a chance to see who this guy is, what he's all about. He's genuine. He knows what he's doing. It might That message might be different in his second season. When I always think about this, remember when Spolstra is the head coach of the Miami Heat, and in the beginning it's him challenging Dwayne Wade and Dwayne Wade in the middle of a game looking at him like, who the hell do you think you are? Mm-hmm. Well, if Spolstra runs into a situation now where a player is questioning him, it's the player's fault. Maybe at that time, everyone's like, who's this guy think Maybe, he is? But what if it's not Dwayne Wade? What if it's just some guy and you're like, Dude, Mario Chalmers. I, 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 Mario Chalmers. I, if you're not going to buy into this, I can't use you. I need everybody on this. That's why it's so important that a new coach gets his best player on board with whatever he's yeah. doing. Because if he's doing it, then I can ask everybody, everybody else, else I, to do it. I have a good example of this. All right. So, what this is hap- what's happening right now with what his rules are is very college. It's very college football. It's very much. Those guys have so much control over every single thing in their organization because they have that control over these kids. Mm-hmm. These are professionals in um, the NFL, and therefore you have to treat them like professionals. So you know who didn't treat his uh, players like professionals? Urban Meyer. Okay, so this is a uh, Urban Meyer has pedigree. Urban Meyer is a winner at Ohio State. He comes to the Jaguars. He tries to implement the same thing that that he had in the same kind of control he had there. And the players do not buy in. They do not buy in at all. And he gets booted really quickly because they suck. I mean, again, maybe if the team did not get off to the bad start that it did, it, it would be a different story. I, I think, like everything, 
you got to prove it. Even when there's a player sometimes that but wants to— But Urban had proved it in, the, in college football. Pro- in college, right? Okay. For decades. 100%. By the way, everywhere he was, whether it was Utah, it was Florida, everywhere he was, he was unbelievable. It's almost like a player that is in a locker room. And um, do you do what you say? If a player is trying to be a leader inside the locker room, but then there are a lot of times it's like, this guy is talking, but it's more about his mouth than his actual actions— takes time for some of that Same stuff. Same guy to, that got caught in the bar with a woman sitting in his lap. That's him. Yeah, yep, okay. that is Urban Meyer. <laughs> oh, that's him. Some <laughs> video on it, too. I hope nobody's yeah, looking at me oh. to defend Urban Meyer because any bad things that happen to him, I'm all for. Like and any yes. any bad events in okay Urban Meyer's that. coaching career, I fully support. That's good. What do you? There's a there, salad right? with the strawberries in it. Why? Oh, yeah. Why? I'm, yeah. Well, if it's <laughs> no. there. Hey, okay, it's kind of good, Jorge. Have you ever tried it? It is good. I have. It's a, okay, but it's not an awful salad. Like I'm not balsamic but vinegar. Okay, but at the same Would time, you order I'm not it? A salad guy. Um, okay, balsamic vinegar, goat cheese, it, um, some of it. So spinach, balsamic goat vinegar, cheese is perfect goat cheese, it. strawberries, walnuts. You're saying no to that, Jorge? Absolutely. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I am. Okay, what if it's already at the table? You having a couple of bites? Uh, nope. Uh, can I get a soup instead? Thanks. You oh, can hey, have a couple hey, of bites. Hey, can I uh, switch with you? Uh, you have the soup. Can I have the soup? <laughs> this guy will just pick certain things. He'll just take the strawberries. I don't want anything else. Exactly. I'm more with you. I, yeah. if, if you put if you put it in front of me, I'd eat it, but I would never choose it. And the soup sounds better. What yeah, type I'm of like... soup are we having? Uh, chicken tortilla soup. Sure. Uh, let's nice. go. Okay. Oh, a little Tabasco in there. Yeah. Uh, or that cheddar broccoli soup. Oh, let's go. oh yeah. You know what's so great about that it's cheddar broccoli soup? You just feel so light on your feet after you're done oh, with that. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like eating a tub of glue. <laughs> it's, it's 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 the two bites. It's like well, it's, it's mostly it's heavy so, cream and cheese. It's so good though, but it is. It it's is, like it eating paste when you're in second. What are we going to Fisherman's <laughs> Wharf? I want to go oh, back yeah. up there. But Trav, you mentioned something about Deion Sanders. Oh yeah. So they had a fight. They had a little inner squad or whatever yesterday at practice. I see. This is a quote from Dion. Hall of Famer Deion Sanders, head coach of the Colorado Buffs, Deion Sanders. I seen two of you walking off over there, and you've got a key teammate fighting. Where do they do that at? Where do they do that at? If one fights, we all fight. You understand that? I don't want to see you all walking off when somebody's fighting. Never again. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't think Dion wants his guys knocking each other out at practice and having all out you just mayhem. No, he does Anchorman fight. Yeah, right? I don't think he's looking for that. But again, this is the same thing Sean Payton's doing. Do just it as in a, a team. different way. Hey, listen. We're going to be disciplined. We're going to do our thing. But if something goes down, I'm going to need all you guys to have his back. We're we're building something here. We're building culture. We're trying to find. We are were the worst football team in Division One. There, mm-hmm. however many there are, 130 or so. They were 130th. They were the worst program in the country. And he's trying to build culture. I don't think he wants warfare. No, he doesn't. But this is this is what they're getting. That goes at. back to your point of it's not it's not about the sunglasses, right? It's about the principle of everyone united together doing. Whatever it is, are, are but you, doing it together. Are you with us or not? Yeah. Can can you follow these dumbass rules to prove that you're with us, or are you going to buck because you think you're okay to have a bucket out? And that has nothing to do with the fight. No. Coaches like fights, by the way. <laughs> Cam Akers, by the way, don't mess with him because how big you are, he doesn't care. He fought Max Crosby yesterday. Max Crosby, 6'5", 280 Jeez. pounds, and mean. He fought him. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, what has to what has to go on in your world to fight a six five two hundred eighty pound? What are you NFL trying to prove? <laughs> Don't mess with me. Exactly. I guess. I, guess I could what, see you doing that in back in the days. You, you ever hear those guys like I, like I might get my ass kicked, but I'm going in. At least, you, yeah, but you're going to get your ass kicked. <laughs> that doesn't sound fun. 
As long as I land one, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's it. Maybe maybe that's the Cam Akers philosophy. Factor Caps coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I'm, I'll come in. Oh. Hey, guys. Hey, Em. So if you're, if you're mad about the uh, order coming up uh, for our snake draft at Yeah, noon, deal with it. Talk to Greg <laughs> so about it. Jorge he has the first it. pick, obviously. No, he does no. not. He oh, has I the don't. fourth pick. Oh. Who's yeah. picking first? First pick is Alan. I don't think I've ever had how the first. How much pick. did you have to pay to get it? This my eighteen dollars gets <laughs> yeah. it done. She got yeah, almost half of so her money half back. A oh, of cold paper. <laughs> I can attest that I was the one that chose every single one of you those can papers. Attest? I can attest. Yeah. Uh-huh. For the All test. Right, so mm-hmm. the order is uh, Alan, At Emily, test. Travis, Jorge. All right. All right. So Godfather's picks. gone. So Not who's cool. got the number two? Pick? <laughs> hey. All right. So uh, I saw this quote come across my. Uh, Twitter feed yesterday or my ex feed yesterday. It still sounds it was, weird, doesn't it? It does, and it's stupid. Yeah. And I, I do this every time too. <laughs> I always put up the X. X gonna give it to you. Who? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I heard that one, Corey. Yeah. You did yep. too. Great yep. DMX song. Awesome. All right. So Jessica Chastain reveals that as a kid, Ooh. she would sit in the school cafeteria Same eating thing. orange and banana peels. So this is her. This is her quote. She says, "I remember sitting in the cafeteria and eating orange peels and banana peels because it made people notice me." The other kids would be like, oh my God, look at her. I know, it's terrible. I just wanted people to notice me for being a weirdo, that I was existing or something. All right, so you did something weird to fit in as a kid. Travis, back to Cap. Cap, I I was terrified of being noticed. That I I, I was the exact opposite of this, that I would make sure that I didn't do anything to stand out, right? The last thing I wanted was the the, attention. Hey, why is that kid eating an orange peel? Like, if you ate your orange peel, I might eat it because you did it first. And if you were popular, I might follow you on that. But no, I. Why is he having a hot dog as an appetizer? (laughs) Not until (laughs) much later in life did I start to, to. be willing to be oh. the person in the center of the spotlight. All right, Berg. Uh, it's uh, it's fact. I used to just make random weird noises, frosted like, tips. Yeah, which which I did have. I did have frosted tips. Just came off that aura. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you did the frosted tips. But I went a step further and thought this was super cool that I would get. I would frost the tips and then I would make it light brown on the top, so it would be light brown You're to like dark a tricolor. Brown. Hell yeah, yeah, it was stupid. No, like there was no the the frost wasn't there. It was just light brown and dark brown because I thought that was. Interesting and cool and different. Or you went to a terrible salon. <laughs> no, I asked for it. I specifically Ombre. asked for it. And then, Ombre. like in college, I would wear my, I would wear a visor upside down and backwards. Oh. Hell yeah! What? Yeah. Why? Were that you, was. Like, I walked a, around campus. Guy Fieri. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I walked photos. around. I walked around the Boulder campus with my visor upside down and backwards. Emily, oh, you actually went to his class. Not a lot. Yep. <laughs> Emily just brought it on the campus. Point. Are there photographs of this adventure? I'd have to go back and look. I find some. There, there. I'll, 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 I mean, I'll happily right? put them out if I can find I'd one. I'd like to see that. <laughs> Al? Um, I fall along 
shockingly the same way with you where I was not looking for the attention I did have um my eyebrow pierced with a chain that went down <laughs> to my belly ring? button <laughs> do people just grab other it and run that, you around yeah other than that nothing no I I was I'm exact same I was not looking for the attention it was all good didn't need it so I, I've definitely fallen on that line Jorge I was not looking for the attention but I had but the tips. attention frosted came in my freshman year I remember coming back from Mexico, and then I, ha- I went through this orange phase. Mm. I had orange pants, oh. orange shorts, orange chucks. Orange peels? Orange, orange chucks. Ca- yeah. Just real quiet. I actually, I actually real had real orange quiet. chucks, too. Yeah. Or- I-, I went through this phase of nothing. Everything was supposed to be orange. My backpack, was everything was orange my That's freshman year. That's my favorite year. color. Wait, like That's Phoenix Suns awesome. fan? Was was I love that. I, I have no idea. To this, like, I don't know. My grandma still reminds me. Remember when I used to buy you those orange shorts? I'm like, Syracuse up, over here. This guy's- <laughs> you say shut up to your grandma? What's like, wrong with you? Don't remind me of that stuff. Come on. I. That's so funny. Grandma, you shut your mouth. Yeah, I had I had orange chucks too, which is so funny. Uh, but that was in a phase of my life where I was not very stylish. Uh, I, I, before we move on, I have a very hard time imagining Jessica Chastain not drawing attention by doing. Nothing. I mean, I think she gets attention <laughs> just, just all like, on her own. Yeah, she's I mean, talented and lovely. Yes, she is. She might Damn, not have always been like that. She might have banana peels for blossomed. attention. Maybe, maybe. All right, so uh, Buff Martinez said this during uh, the Rangers broadcast, so I'm going to play it for you real quick. What's that guy doing with ketchup yeah. on his hot dog? Other than that, come on, an unconscionable no. mistake of putting uh, ketchup, no on, ketchup on the hot dog. No ketchup on the hot dog. Yeah. Come on, mustard only. <laughs> All right, so you agree with Buff Martinez. Uh, Greg, factor cap. No, it's cap. We don't live in Chicago. I know that's a big Chicago thing. Like, no, you can't put mustard. You can't put ketchup on your hot dog. It's ridiculous. Put whatever you want on your hot dog. I don't care. You want mayo on your hot dog? Go ahead. It's, I put ketchup on it. Ketchup and mustard. Mostly mustard. But, you know, put a little ketchup on there. It's tasty. I like it. Al? Don't tell me what to put on my hot dog. Uh, cap. But I'm going to tell you, once Travis and I started doing this show about two and a half years ago, and this was at night, you kind of more put me in the, just trust me, throw some mustard on there. You don't really have to do too much more after that. You right. want to put some onions. Just throw, Having just mustard on there, it does taste better. Yes. But I grew up where we literally would put ketchup on every hot dog in our lives, yep. and my family still all does it. So if I get some ketchup on there, I don't have a problem. No, I thought you were going to st- you tried to educate the rest of your family that no, this I just is the was wrong like, thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Jeff? Help me out here. This is going to bother me the rest of the day. Who's the voice of the Blue Jays that you hear in there that's not Buck Martinez? He played college, called college basketball uh, forever, does baseball uh, for M- uh, ESPN. I worked with him a Dan, lot. Is it Dan Shulman? Dan Shulman. Don oh, Dan yeah, Shulman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he offers the voice of God in the background and he goes, it's unconscionable. <laughs> I think I did, that it's this deep baritone and he's uh, he's terrific at what he does. But yes, they're they're both right. Both Shulman and Buck Martinez that if you want to do it, I'm not going to jump up and down, but it's for children and if you want to eat like a six-year-old, then put ketchup but on so your But so are hot dogs. Stop calling for a hot six-year-old. Hot dogs are also for kids. <laughs> like I stand by what I said okay. and that's what I'm I saying. I said what I said. That's right. All right, Jorge. What was the food that we said we're ordering at a nice restaurant? What was the food we were talking Shawarma? about? No. Chicken tenders? Oh, mac the and chi- cheese. Yeah, there was a, no, wait, what was it? I think it was, <laughs> it was chicken tenders. tenders. Oh, chicken tenders. tenders. It was, no, it was Kool-Aid and something else. But it no, was, it was, chicken it was a red flag if someone ordered oh, chicken, oh, chicken oh, tenders. Yes, yeah, yeah, and yeah, somebody yeah, called in and said his wife ordered chicken tenders on their first date, and now they're 
together forever. And I said chicken piccata or chicken parmesan is the same thing. It's just a flattened. <laughs> Stop. Anyway, we're yeah. moving on. All right, Jorge. <laughs> anyway, mayo and ketchup on my hot dog. I don't care what you say. Move on to the next question. You like <laughs> that on your ketchup? Oh, ketchup and mayo, yes. Together? Yeah. That's like Thousand Island dressing. That's exactly. <laughs> you just put it little, on there. little relish and yeah. you get a thousand. Oh, yeah. cilantro. This guy asked for cilantro. Extra cilantro, too. Oh, oh yeah. Hot dog? Yeah, oh, it, was, it was delicious. Yes. It was never delicious. Why do they have it on the street dogs if you're not supposed to use it? Look at my face. Yeah. I, I'm considering this. Oh, this no. is, this it's, is interesting. It's delicious. And also, you're either a cilantro person or you're not. That's very you true. You think it tastes like toothpaste or no, you think it's delicious. Or, cilantro or some, the right stuff. There's like a or genetic soap. 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 There are yeah. people that eat, some people that eat cilantro, it yeah. tastes like soap to them. I, lo- I love it. Put it no, on a hot dog. Cilantro solid. It's delicious. I'll, I'll give it a shot. It's delicious. I'll give it a shot. Across the street. That's where we got it. Street right. dogs. All yeah. right. So um, I started last night. I was like, I was just in the mood. I was like, maybe I'll do this. I'm going to do a rewatch of Lost. So I loved this show when I was in high school. I was obsessed with the show. I binged it. It was one of the first shows that I really binged. I bought all the box sets. Like I, I'd have stickers of the Dharma Initiative. I would. I had the numbers memorized. I still have the numbers memorized. And what are they? It's I don't even 4, know. Four, eight, means. fifteen, sixteen, twenty-three, forty-two. Okay. So uh, that's the numbers that you go and you unlock lock the hatch. Regardless. There is something that you were so, super nerdy about growing up that still makes you feel good now. Alan, Fetter Cap. Um, on one of those shows, I'm trying to think if there's anything. It doesn't have to be a good. show. It could be anything. I, I, okay, then I think what it's going to fall into, sports. Like there's whatever team, there's something about a team that you followed when you were younger. And I, I think for me, even though I think a little too old for this, but Kobe and Shaq days is like my golden era of basketball, and I don't think that's ever going to be beaten. And any time that something like that is on, I could go back to it, and it instantly takes me back to when I'm 15, 16, or whatever the case is. It's more sports than an actual movie or a show, but uh, I'll go with that. Trav? It, I, I'm similar to Al. I mean, you guys have heard me talk to Oral Hershiser. You guys have heard me talk <laughs> about Fernando Valenzuela. I feel like I'm 10 years old all over again. And th- that's like the athletes that make me feel like a kid. But the thing that I was super dorky and obsessed with, and I'll deny it if if you ever find out the truth for how long I was dorky and obsessed about I it with. I think I know what it is. It's baseball cards. Yep. I... It, Let's just say this. It lasted beyond my 12th birthday. <laughs> okay? How far beyond is none here? 44. <laughs> but, but Like I, yesterday you stopped. <laughs> you were at the card shop I yesterday. I could still sit here and talk about those things for hours and not get bored. And it, for all of those reasons, Em, it just brings back really, really warm memories of being little and having nothing to worry about and having fun. Berg? Yeah, I mean, baseball cards was one of them. Obviously, I think I think I was just a typical kid. I collected baseball cards. I collected comic cards. Did you do pogs? Yep, I did. Pog, yeah, I did pogs. pogs. I had slammers and the yes. whole deal, like one that had Pineapple like your, orange the, guava. The, yeah, right. It has like the, the slammers that had like the finger grooves in it, so it'd flip all, all yeah. over at one time. Yeah, I mean, I did all of that like nerdy stuff, and now you look back on it, and you're like. Yeah, I feel good doing it. I have a my big box of baseball cards that have my comic cards in there. And I was looking at them not too long ago, actually, just because. It's a nice little 20-minute diversion. Yeah, I played a lot of video games. Yeah. Played, like Zelda as That's a kid. That's another good yeah, one. Yeah, th- those are Remember, all things. You guys are not old of this. There's people in the audience that are hearing me right now. That little handheld Mattel football game oh, with the yeah, little yeah. red dashes <laughs> that yes. slide across it. How much fun was that thing? If you gave me you that right Magic now, versus say, Bird. where are those? You, they, they make Jordan them again. You can find them. Target has them. You can find them again. They're out there. That thing was 
awesome. Mm. I would have played for hours. All right, I have one more quick one for you guys. So this is ha- having to still relate to Lost. So you know how I gave those numbers. 14, 23, 16, 4. Nope. 39. That's close. so wrong. Uh, oh, I thought it was close. So, 14 was one of them, right? I didn't bother you. I got it wrong. Uh, but, <laughs> Did you ever see Lost? A few times, yeah. Uh, okay. not, I never we'll do it more on the other side. Right. Right. Sorry, sorry. I'm but uh, so I, as a kid, when I, I again I watched this when I was a senior in high school, mostly I was obsessed with that. Those numbers. If I had gotten the permission to get a tattoo when I was eighteen, I would have gotten those numbers. I would have gotten those numbers <laughs> tattooed on me, and I would probably regret it to this day. So you know that tattoo that you would have gotten if you had gotten one at eighteen. Uh, Berg, let's start with you. Patrick. A tattoo that would have gotten so, at eighteen. Put yourself and your high school self. Mm-hmm. The tattoo you would have gotten if you were allowed to get a tattoo, you know what it would have been. Hot dog with ketchup. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it would just be the ketchup bottle. Uh, yeah, no, fifty-seven <laughs> on your forehead. You gotta hit. You hit, gotta hit the fifty-seven. By the way, um, that's no, right. Um, People don't know that. No, You're it's, right. it's very true. Yeah. Um, I think I would have gotten something to do with the camp that I go to. It would have been like the it was the Bar Seven One Seven Ranch. So it would have been a a tree with the Bar Seven One Seven logo underneath it. Is what I would have. I thought when you gotten. said bar, I thought your buddy who had the, <laughs> oh, God, the, the bars so in the back of his neck. Yeah, I think <laughs> I told you, you that break, today. Sold it for what? Did you still get that today? I would still get it today. Actually, on my, on, I want to get it on the inside of my arm here, where uh, next to the koi. But you also have t- uh, tattoos already. So I I'll- do. So no tattoos. I think the only thing I'll get when I was eighteen. Um, prob- so <laughs> <laughs> probably something family related. So if I got. Um, my last name in Chaldean means a cross, right? So it's a cross. Sliwa means a cross. Maybe something like that, like something around that. I've never planned again a tattoo. When my dad passed years ago, I was like, all right, maybe I get something that you know honors him. Mm-hmm. But it would be something along those lines. I don't think I'd get anything else. It would have to be something like that. Trev? So when I was in high school, like only bikers had tattoos. You know what I mean? Like they, they beca- it's, it so w- it yeah. it's so different now. It's so different now. Like, <laughs> yeah, Lance Armstrong. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> then it was like you, 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 you were just making- get an e-bike tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> You were making a very definitive statement with any tattoo in the 70s and 80s, right? It was not mainstream like it is now. It never, ever crossed my mind, but at the risk of repeating, it would have been something Dodger related. It would have been something Fernando related or, or Hell's Kurt Angels. Gibson related. I, I, I did get a tattoo in college, and it is the dumbest thing I've ever done. I want to know what life. it is. I, it's yeah, a, he said it. It is they a did. baseball related thing that is stupid and lame, and however stupid and lame you think it is, it's worse. I know. So why won't you say it? Because it's embarrassing. <laughs> Since when do you get embarrassed? I, I, right. Yeah. I, if you put it this way, I'll so tell everybody. If you guess what it is, I'll tell you you're right. All right, we'll guess on the other side. A double double with cheese. <laughs> now that sounds like a good idea. That actually, sounds delicious. A Kirkland logo. <laughs> I'm not saying again. Now we're more on Rawlings. Brand. More of an A2000, but Rawlings is good. Heart of the Hide, good glove. <laughs> That's it, Em? She's done. Yeah, she's done with I thought us. thought there was another way for me to talk about baseball. She's done with us. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it. All right, maybe you can guess my tattoo. You, you'll, you'll never get it. It's that stupid. That's not going to happen. The Padres, not dead, Slee. And the Dodgers, they could be looking at them all over again. That's coming up. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. I don't know if Travis is okay, guys. I, Travis said a little I don't need you laughing at me is, is, is mostly what it is. Travis, because, this isn't that big of a deal. It is to yes, me. it is. 
right? Okay, so Travis is freaking out because his uh, tweet deck won't work, uh, apparently, X-deck. because of X deck, whatever. X-deck, yeah. He didn't get a premium subscription for it. So then I was like, just go to the website, type in Twitter. And he's like, I don't know how to work that. And I'm like, okay, I don't. Diva of the Year award goes to not Travis Diva. Rogers. I don't, it's not Diva behavior. It's, it's, ma- Diva, it's not Diva because you genuinely don't know how it to do it. It makes me frustrated. Yeah. It, it bothers me that something that I assume is probably pretty easy that I can't. I'm, Jorge says to me, Did you see my picture? I'm like, did you text him? He goes, no, man, I'm putting it I on Twitter. Did. And I'm like, well, okay. So I go to TweetDeck. Doesn't work because I'm not giving him eight bucks. And then I try so to go. So you go to Twitter.com. Emily, I did that. And it comes up. And I didn't see Jorge's picture. So you go to the search. Let me finish. <laughs> I I text, I text. typed in his Twitter handle, JabCam. Yeah. And it came up. I clicked on it. And it didn't work. So I got frustrated. How does it not you work? Restart, you should you restart your com- click computer. Click JB Cam. Does it? Look, he's right Wait, there. why does your I, thing look so different? Than, I, why is it I, so all the way to the left? I clicked on him and nothing comes up. It's you should me. go to the go to the Apple Store right after we're done with the show. You have to make an appointment though. Yep, you got it. Why is it so dark? <laughs> the genius horror. You're asking it is. questions I don't have answers to, Emily. I don't know why it doesn't work. I don't know why it's dark. I don't know. I just I did the steps. Are you sure you're not on TweetDeck? Yes, like twitter.com slash notifications. I don't know how to run Twitter. Like when they send me a link here, if I don't see the link there, I don't know how to work on the computer. Thank but you. on my phone, what? I'm good. I'm Are good. you guys crazy? I, no, it's just no. We're wired a PC. A <laughs> okay, hold on. Look. I'll talk for a minute. I'm going to see if I can find this on my phone. <laughs> By the way, I went, I the, I moment, the moment I went to Twitter, this is the first thing that came up for me. Yeah. Obviously, because I'm tagged in it. No issues at all. Just well, I got it on my phone. Came it came up, up right on away. my phone nice and easy. But came up right away. Where's the orange? Oh, no, no, no. That was uh, picture day. You so do I have the frosty. I couldn't wear it Why do you look like you're 11 years old if this is a high school picture? I was. <laughs> yeah, you look. You look like a child. Very young. You still have a young face. Yeah, I drink a lot of water. That's a secret. <laughs> Moisturizer. You got... Uh, a little <laughs> Yeah, me. <laughs> Definitely got the tips right there. Take your hat off for a second. I want to see if you've lost any hair, and if you haven't, I'm going to be mad at that too. Oh, it's getting gray, so I keep yeah, it short. Yeah, a little you know bit. Saying? Yeah, yeah but your it's on there. Your hairline's different than that guy right there. Yeah, it is. Good. Like I'm it's glad. <laughs> Still a good, solid hairline. No, no, he's got a yeah. he's got a good hairline. Yo, no, but... my, my barber's like, hey, bro, you're getting a lot of white hairs. I was like, hey, fool, I'd rather have a white than bald, dude. Seriously, yeah. Yeah. easy. You know? what, what, and what if you have both? Or <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm I'm both. So I don't know what he would say to me. We need all say our affirmations. We are lucky girls. All around here what if you happen to be bald and gray? What are you trying to say? <laughs> like, I don't want to look like Al. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> Listen to the afternoon show starting today at 4 p.m. for your chance to win a four-pack of tickets to the Angels game on Monday night against the Cincinnati Reds. Ooh, you get to see Ellie De La Cruz. You'll be going to the game with Cappy, producer Lindsay, and Morales. Your chance to win this afternoon, 4 to 7 p.m., thanks to Coors Light. Keeping Southern California chill all season long. I'm going to the Angel game on uh, Sunday. Who they play? Uh, Tampa. I was going to say, who are they losing to? But yeah. Look well, out. They do have a little bit of rain in the forecast, so just be prepared for that. Okay. Well, August in L.A. or Orange yeah, County, even fine. if it rains, it yeah. won't rain for very, for very long. long. Yeah. You'll be fine. It, it, I had the moment yesterday. Okay. Um, you and I have talked about this really since we started doing our show together. The Oh, yeah. Otani did something, and I went, eh. He hit, he hit a titanic yep. home run last night right it's like 450 feet swung so hard his helmet popped off as he was swinging the bat and it was just it was a classic majestic otani what he run. does 
And I my phone buzzes. I look down. I see the notification that Otani has hit a home run. I click on it. I watch the highlight, and I went, eh. No, Drop my phone. Yeah, it's, it's like, cool. I Like, I still love Otani, but it's he's doing it on a team that's out of it. He's doing it on a team that, that doesn't know how to put something together. And it was just that reminder of, yeah, I don't even care about that anymore. Did you guys talk last week when the Angels basically just started cratering? Mm-hmm. Um, and this is after the trade deadline. They get aggressive. Everything happens. Was there more chatter last week about the Angels? Because I think we're at a point, and I'm talking about the 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 chatter of look how much further back they're getting in mm-hmm. the wild card. Because this week is actually a great example where it's like, yeah, that's it. It's exactly how it's been the last couple of years. You got to a point in August where it was over, if not sooner. The Otani buzz and the conversation, oh my gosh, did this guy hit two home runs in a doubleheader where in the game earlier he pitched nine innings. a complete game. Yeah. Um, all that's kind of, it's not that it still can't happen, it's just that it's not relevant anymore. It, it Yeah, we did. So they the trade deadline comes and goes and they lose nine in a row. They, they literally, it comes and goes, they lose nine in a row and they... This is not me doing a victory lap, except for it's me doing a victory lap. Exactly what I said was going to happen has happened. They played bad teams going into the deadline, and they lied to themselves that they were, hey, we beat the Tigers. Well, the Tigers suck, Mm -hmm. right? Hey, we took two. We we, we swept the Yankees. The Yankees are taking on water like the Titanic. How are you going to do against the Mariners, the Astros, though? And and I said to him, when when the deadline hits, you start a series against nothing but good teams for like the next seven series— well, they went from being three and a half out to where they are now, which I think is seven and a half out, and it happened in the blink of an eye. Otani doesn't get traded. Giolito's been not very good. The other guys they brought in have been hit and miss at best. It's exactly what anybody that was paying attention would thought would happen. And now they've got six years of Otani and Trout together. they got nothing to show yep. for it. Otani is probably 99% likely to walk out the door at the yep. end of the season. And what do you got? Nothing. A bad baseball team. Congratulations. Way to go. What you know? You say ninety nine percent. What scenario exists where he decides, I want to be with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim yeah. long term? I, I I don't know what it is other than I don't like that be a hundred percent on anything. I guess maybe it's let maybe he loves his teammates. Maybe sure. he loves Anaheim. living in Orange County sure. and playing in Anaheim. Yep. I don't think that, but maybe it's that. Maybe maybe I, I Artie give Moreno one percent. Yeah, maybe Artie Moreno. If the if the next best offer is sixty five million a year, he offers a hundred. Again, there there are scenarios that exist, but no, he's gonna he's been here. You saw him in the World Baseball Classic. You saw what he wants to do. You saw how the emotion that he played with, and he said it. So yeah. it's not like he's also been quiet about it. Gangster Media Draft, our favorite gangster movies, TV shows. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.